as a Christian, if you look at your productivity as a way to maximize your time so that you can spend time with the people you care about and start fulfilling the plans that God has for you, staying productive will be something that you love to do. I call this kind of productivity enjoyable productivity. It is encouraging. It is energizing. And it truly helps you get things done because you're doing it because of the right reasons. Welcome to the Be Encouraged Today podcast. Hi, my name is Amber Davis, a former workaholic who discovered enjoyable productivity so that I could begin to fulfill the plans that God has for me. And I truly want you to fulfill God's plans in your life too. Each Thursday, I will share productivity tips to fulfill God's plans for your life. Myself, along with some guests, will also share real life experiences so that you can be inspired, be productive, be fulfilled, be encouraged today. Today's episode is sponsored by Freedom Filer. Freedom Filer helps you organize your documents so you don't have to worry about what to keep and when to toss, and you can file and locate everything easily. Do you spend extra time looking for receipts so you can return those store-bought items or those online purchases? Or did you forget where you put that warranty that you needed to reference before a policy lapse? How about all those bills you need to pay that are stacked up on your desk or your dresser? Would you like a great place to put them where you will remember to pay them? Freedom Filer is your answer. I have used this system and I have fallen in love with it. I personally use Freedom Filer and I highly recommend it. And even now I have a discount code that Freedom Filer is going to let you use too. Simply type in AMBER2, that's AMBER all caps and the number two when purchasing at the Freedom Filer website. That is coupon code AMBER2 when you are purchasing from FreedomFiler.com. Check out Freedom filer for yourself and find freedom when you file today. Do you want to stay productive? This is an interesting question because if you see productivity as a have to, a way in which you have to get things done at home or at work or in your office, then staying productive does not seem like something that you want to spend time learning how to do more of, right? Why would you want to learn how to do more of something that seems like a have to instead of, wow, I get to do this? But I want to change your perspective because as a Christian, if you look at your productivity as a way to maximize your time so that you can spend time with the people you care about and start fulfilling the plans that God has for you, well, then staying productive will be something that you love to do. I call this kind of productivity enjoyable productivity. It is encouraging. It is energizing. And it truly helps you get things done because of the right reasons. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. So how do you create enjoyable productivity ongoing? How do you create this enjoyable productivity so you can continue to have it, not just for today, not just for this week, not just for this month, but for your life? How do you continually have enjoyable productivity in your life? Well, the best fuel for any productivity and especially for enjoyable productivity for Christians, is to know your why. Know your why. So let me break down why into three different categories. So I'm going to break down why into these three categories. The first category is, let's talk about tasks and chores. 
Your why is important. Knowing your why when you're doing a task or a chore is so important. The first question is, what is a task or a chore? Because you have to know the difference between a task and chores versus like projects or things that you are really excited about doing. So a task and a chore is something that you've got to get done on a regular basis that you might not really like to do, but you have to do it in order for you to fulfill responsibilities in your life. Also, a task and a chore does not have to be planned out in a long, elaborate plan. It just needs something to be put on a to-do list so you can check it off and so you can mark that as done. You can put it on a calendar as a reminder, but you don't have to have an elaborate plan for a task or a chore. So what kind of examples are tasks and chores? Well, you know what I'm talking about, like changing a litter box or taking the garbage out or doing your monthly paperwork for business. These are all tasks and chores, dishes, laundry. Of course, all of those types of things fall into a task or chore. Could be something in an office building, maybe breaking down boxes and taking them to the dumpster is a task that you have to do in an office. Changing the printer ink in your copier could be a task or chore in a ministry or organization. Tasks and chores happen everywhere, home, office, work, organizations, wherever. But knowing what a task or chore is can help you to be able to determine why you're doing it. You have to know what a task or chore is And then my recommendation for being able to know your why when it comes to doing a task or chore is this quick little tip. Now, first, so let's say that you really don't want to do the dishes today. Anybody been there? My hand's up. My foot is actually up because I don't want to do dishes. I've actually trained my children how to do the dishes because they are very helpful in doing the dishes. So as an example, doing the dishes is a task or chore. Now, you might get to the point where you're like, you know what, I really don't want to do the dishes. I've got so many things to do. Maybe you're working from home or you're homeschooling your kids or you're doing hybrid school from home and you've got your kids home or maybe your kids are at school or maybe you don't have kids, but you're just home and you would rather do whatever it is that you want to do. Maybe you want to be outside planting flowers, or maybe you want to go have tea with a friend, or maybe you want to just take a nap, or maybe you need to do a, you know, something for work that is more enjoyable. You know, there's things that we do at work that are more enjoyable than those other things that we do, right? And so you just don't want to do the dishes. But if you know why you're doing the dishes, then that's going to spur you to actually go do them. And so what I recommend is this quick little tip, link it twice. Link your why twice. And what I mean by link it, and if you take my flight training course, FTC, where I take you through my book, Flight, off of this course twice a year, we're actually currently going through it right now when when I'm recording this podcast. But when I talk about linking it, that means you're linking an action to an idea, When I say link it twice, ask yourself twice, why am I doing this? So when it comes to dishes, I'm sitting in my office, I got to get up, do the dishes, or I'm about to start work in about 30 minutes and I'm looking at those dishes and I don't want to do it. I stop and ask myself, and you can ask yourself out loud or in your head, why do I need to do the dishes? Well, one reason is that if I do them now, I won't have to do them later and it's going to save me time. That's one reason. Okay, why else am I going to do the dishes? Well, it would bless the people 
in my house because if the dishes are done when my husband comes home from work, then that's going to bless him because it's going to be less clutter in the house or my children or whoever. And so those are two reasons, you know, why I'm doing what I'm doing. And that helps with the task or tour. You need about one or two reasons why, and it helps you to motivate you to do it. Now you have to make the choice, but knowing your why is going to help you with that. Let's go to category number two, and that's why for projects and big assignments. Now, in our lives, we have projects and we have big assignments. And what is the difference between a project and big assignment versus a task and a chore? Remember how I said earlier that a task and a chore is just something that you do? You don't have to have an elaborate plan for it. You can just put it on a to-do list and you check off the box and you get that done. You can put it on a calendar, but it doesn't have to have an elaborate plan to it. Well, a project or big assignment would be more in that category. It would have an elaborate plan to it. It have a bigger plan to it. You would have to plan a series of tasks and chores to be able to create or complete that project or big assignment. You see how that, that, that breaks down? You string tasks and chores together and that gives you a project or a big assignment. What would be an example of this? An example of this could be some kind of project that you're working on for an office. Maybe it is a meeting or an event that's coming up in your organization, ministry, or your business that's coming up, and you've got to prepare for that event. So some of the tasks that go along with that event is that you need to contact all the people that are involved in the event. You need to send out a flyer to the people that are involved. You need to calculate the money of the people that are paying for the event, or you need to get the vendors. You need to be able to have meetings and you schedule those meetings. You see how that project or that big assignment is different from a task or a chore. And so now you know the difference between that task or chore versus a project or big assignment. Now that project or big assignment, let's say in this scenario for category number two, it's something that is put on you that you don't necessarily want to do or it's not like a big dream that you have, but it's something that you're involved in. Maybe it's an organization that you're involved in, or maybe it is a part of your job. And it's not like something that if you had to choose, you would be a part of, but it's a part of your responsibility of whatever it is you're doing. And so it's not that you may not enjoy it, you might enjoy it, but it's just not a big dream that you have. So that's category number two, a project or a big assignment. So why for a project or big assignment? Knowing your why is important. So my recommendation on that is link it three times. Remember, link, I refer to that in my flight book called Link Actions to Ideas. So you link it three times. So ask yourself three times, why am I doing what I'm doing? If you are sitting at your desk, you want to work on this task, but you know that you need to work on these three things for that event coming up, that's that big project over here for somebody else. How are you going to motivate yourself Know your why of why you're doing that. Why am I working on this particular event or big project for this other person? You ask yourself that question and the answer is, well, if I do it now, I don't have to do it later and then it frees me up to do these other things. That's one why. Well, why else am I doing it? Well, it's part of my job and I'm actually getting paid for it or I signed up and volunteered for this so it's actually 
you know, keeping a commitment and that's good integrity. So that's another reason why I'm doing it. Well, why do I need to do this project right now? Do I really need to work on it right now? Well, it's going to cause less stress in my life if I can just knock it off my to-do list because I've got so many other things going on. I need to work on this particular project today. And if I do a little bit every day, then that'll be good. So see, I just linked why I'm doing that three times. Stay with me because you're going to see this pattern, right? Now let's talk about category number three. Why for a passion project or a God-given dream? Let's say that you have a passion project or a God-given dream. My definition of a passion project or a God-given dream is something that you're really passionate about, that you know that God has put on your heart to do, and you're excited about it. Maybe it's a new job. Let's say that you're writing a book or you're going back to school to get your degree or you are renovating that room in your house that you've always wanted to. You are taking care of your family, your your parents, your loved ones that are elderly and you're, you're helping them right now. Maybe that's your passion project. Maybe you didn't see yourself doing that unnecessarily, but you're passionate about it because you love them. And so these are passion projects. These are projects or God-given dreams, and they're different from that just that regular project or that big assignment because these God-given dreams or passion projects, actually, you have to hold yourself accountable, have accountability because it is something that you're owning. You're owning this big project or this big, this what I call passion project or God-given dream. It takes a big level of commitment on your part because nobody else is telling you to do it or not do it. You're not hired to do it. You're not being told that you need to get it done. You're actually owning it. You're doing this project because you want to do this project. You're excited about this project. In that scenario, nobody else is going to necessarily be spurring you on to do that. You've got to be able to encourage. You've got to be encouraged. Encourage yourself in this project. So how do you keep that why in front of you? How do you know your why in that situation? You've got to link that as many times as you have to in order to know your core why. So I teach this in my flight training courses. You've got to link actions to ideas and we link people's whys all the way back up to the core of their God-given dream by asking why over and over and over again until they drill down to why they're actually doing that. You got to ask yourself the why as many times as possible. I'll give you an example. So I wrote the book Flight And as I was writing the book, it was a process of from research to published product, a five-year process because I had just had a baby and I was helping launch a school. I was helping my husband in ministry, doing so many different things. And so I just determined, you know, I was going to do it one day a week. I was going to work on this book one day a week. Now to keep that why in front of me, I had to constantly be asking myself, okay, why am I doing this? I'm not seeing any money from this. I'm not seeing any encouragement from outside of my family on this really. I wasn't seeing any tangible benefits of doing that. And when you're working on something like that, 
that you've got to be able to know your why and you've got to link that action to that idea and constantly be asking yourself, why am I doing this? So I'm doing this because I know this is something that I'm good at. I have a strength in this area. And then you could say, well, why do I have a strength in this area? Well, I enjoy doing this and I am helping other people to be able to fulfill whatever it is that they're doing. Like with that project, maybe your project is that you are open in your own business or your own ministry or you are renovating that room that you always wanted to or throwing your parents a 50th wedding anniversary or something like that that you've always wanted to do. Then you ask yourself why and you whittle down that why continually linking back to that original dream so that you can then determine, okay, I am doing this because ultimately God put this on my heart. I want to honor him and fulfill it. And he gave me the strengths. He's given me the gifts to be able to fulfill this. And I know that he's going to give me the means to do it. And so those are three different categories of knowing your why. Why for tasks and chores? You ask yourself why a couple times. You know, okay, why am I doing this? Really, why do I need to get this done? Bam. You end up taking that litter box out, taking the garbage out, doing the dishes because you you know that you should do it because here's a couple whys. Why for a big project at a workplace or at a ministry or organization or a big assignment? Well, you have to ask yourself why a couple more times because you've got to be able to link that back to the original reason why you're doing it. And then why for a passion project or a God-given dream, this is something that you are fulfilling and you've got to own it. You're going to have to constantly remind yourself of why you're doing it. Now, I say all that to say, depending on if you're doing a task or chore, a project or big assignment, or a passion project or a God-given dream, once you know why you're doing it, if it's at on the level of a project or a big assignment or a passion project or God-given dream, it's a really good idea to go ahead and write it down or take a picture of something that reminds you of your why. If your why is your family, if your why is your spouse, if your why is a parent, if your why is you know, your, your church group or friends, typically your why is going to be connected to some kind of person, somebody, somebody somewhere, because God is going to put tasks and responsibilities in our lives and God-given dreams so that we can help other people. I mean, you think about it. Vacuuming the house helps your family. Working on a proposal helps your coworkers. Doing your homework is going to help you get smarter so that you can be able to be more productive later and it's going to be able to help your future family. Paying bills is going to be able to help the people in your life be able to live comfortably where you are. Starting your own business is going to help your customers, those people that work alongside of you. You see, people are blessed by whatever it is you're doing, whether it be a task or chore, a project or a big assignment that is put on you, or a passion project or a God-given dream that you're excited about, all three of these categories involve people. And the people are blessed by whatever it is you're doing. And so I want to encourage you with this, is that once you know your why or whatever it is that you are doing, you are, number one, more apt to keep doing it. Number two, you enjoy doing it more because you're focused on the why. And number three, you see the connection that people have to whatever it is that you are doing. 
So here's a bonus tip. Learn how to encourage others and yourself along the way with episode number seven called Give Yourself a High Five. So I'm going to put the link to episode number seven in the show notes because this episode is all about giving yourself a high five, but in turn, you're giving other people a high five. And five stands for Friendly inspiring, valuable encouragement. So check out that episode. So knowing your why is key to creating enjoyable productivity in your life. Another key to creating enjoyable productivity in your life is an approach I call make your all small. And I have designed a new online course around this whole principle. I am so excited to tell you all about it. Let me explain. Working from home, schooling from home, living from home? Does your office and home feel like one big giant project all at the same time? At the end of the day, do you wish you had more peace and time for more important things in your life, like your relationship with God and your family? But all of those home and office projects, chores and tasks just keep talking to you? What if I told you that there is a way that your home and office chores, tasks, and projects could be managed in a way that gives you more time for the things and the people that you love? Well, enter the Make Your All Small Get Organized mini course. Oh my goodness. So what is that? Well, it is an online four-week mini course stocked full of my professional tips like how to create white space at the bottom of your email inboxes, conquer cabinet organization in a matter of minutes, create filing systems that buy back office space and time, and so much more. This course is stocked full of downloadable tools like my Name the Day display cards that help you remember what to focus on, including scriptures that bring peace in your place. This course is only offered at certain times of the year, and my email subscribers are the first to know the dates. So how do you get on my email list so that you'll know when the Make Your All Small Get Organized mini course is offered? Well, it is easy. And it also comes with my free number one productivity tip download. Let me explain. Wherever you are in your Christian life, if you're anything like me, you want to fulfill God's plans that he has for you. And I want to be able to help you with my number one productivity tip. It's called Review Preview. And I created a whole guide around this. I call it the Review Preview Meet With Yourself Guide to Fulfill God's Plans for Your Life. This productivity guide gives you a three-step approach on how to meet with yourself every single week so you can create what I call enjoyable productivity in your life. So go to my website at beencouragedtoday.com. That's beencouragedtoday.com to download my guide, which includes a three-step checklist and an inspirational scripture list. And get ready to be encouraged today. I am so honored to have shared with you today. You are not alone. Please do not forget that. I believe in you and the plans God has for you. Let's learn how to have enjoyable productivity so that we can all be inspired, be productive, be fulfilled, be encouraged today.